everybody. Welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my brother, Yeah. What up out there? How's your week been? It's been pretty good, actually. Um, not, not too bad. Uh, a lot of internet stuff going on at work, mostly for me. Okay. Uh, and some a bit of like bureau, bureaucratic shit I'm dealing with, but I'll be I'm happy to say we have like entered like the friends and family like phase. So like I get to invite you soon to the thing I've been working on for so long, and I'm excited. Um, okay. So yeah, things have been have been pretty good. I mean, um, biggest thing though for this week uh, was my little man's birthday. A birthday. Yes. Turn the big eight. Big eight. Yeah, big eight. Um, it's it's crazy, dude. I okay. Uh, we already know. At least a lot of the listeners know, right? Uh, the daddy problems and abandonment issues. Right? I've talked about this shit before. You know, more daddies than I know of. I mean, none of them, but none of them wanted to be around. It's weird. Is it me? Am I the problem? Yeah, you're the problem. <laughs> uh, but like. Eight years with him have been the, like the greatest eight years in my life. I've learned so much, but then I've also put so much in perspective for me to be like, dude, my dads were like dumbasses because I'm pretty fucking cool because this dude is awesome to me. Yeah. You know, like, um, yeah, it was great. His birthday was really fucking awesome, and I think he felt like a big kid. Oh my god, he loved his birthday. We kept it so simple, yeah. but he was just like, best birthday ever. I mean. It don't take much for him, right? Yeah. I mean, he likes Fortnite, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you get him a V buck or two, and he's happy. So. Yeah, and then he got to celebrate with his friends at school. Yeah, yeah, that so, was cool. I yeah. never got the chance to do anything with that as a kid. You're such a great mom. I, I've like never got the chance to do that stuff at all. <laughs> yeah, give, give the praise, right? But like, um, to see him like have this excitement for his birthday and all that stuff like it's mm-hmm. such a different perspective i like watching it vicariously birthdays were a thing in our house like you don't need to invite hella people over because it was like you know so many of us in my house mm-hmm. so we had parties um so it's kind of weird when you were like oh, i don't really celebrate my birthday yeah when the stuff. thing and i'm like like who hurts you what's going on <laughs> like i love my birthday it's the one time you kind of feel like you're getting the attention like i've had i've had like when i was smaller i know i remember at least maybe one party but i was like a child real small kid tater tot right (laughs) and then when it as i got older i had one significant one which like michael jackson theme shout out to mama duke she did that one real well it was cool cool. right um but it, it just never really also between those those moments that i can sparsely remember not really a big thing yeah. Um, but it has slowly become a thing for me where I'm like, hey, it's our birthday. So yeah, like me, I take a whole week off. Like, yeah, I'm like, it's my birthday. It's yeah. my special week, weekend, Word. whatever. And and to be fair, with it being our 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 son's birthday, uh, our passing, or whatever, it's like he has kind of adopted that where it's like it's his birthday weekend, and <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I have yeah. attitude. It's because it's my birthday. It's great. It's great. So, I mean, my week has been great. I mean, especially with that in, to- in like, in totality. It's been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do want to start with some housekeeping stuff. Okay. So, did you hear about Lizzo? Oh, I haven't actually caught up on any of that. Give me the, 
give me the deets. So I guess um, like paparazzi and TMZ caught her outside of a studio and she's all smiley, but you can tell it's forced. And she's like, I'm doing good. I'm good. Just working on some music. But you can tell like her life is crumbling. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but I guess she is going to counter sue those dancers. Interesting. She says she got a picture of them smiling and laughing at that cabaret in like London or wherever that where the male dancers were. Yeah. So I don't know if that's gonna make a difference. There's mm. now it's a little bit of a split. I've noticed with people on the internet, like, oh, if you got the picture, blah blah. blah. But like, if what if you catch me smiling because I'm drinking or something beforehand? Yeah. Before the assault or where you make me touch somebody, like that's not that's not fair. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely not fair. It's that's a weird like counter suit. I have pictures of them being happy, but then also they can feel like they're forced. Yeah. So they have to like. Smile, like, you know, and grit their teeth through it kind of deal. I saw some audition or some documentary stuff where they were asking one of them, like, well, you seem like you were happy. She was, she was like, well, they told me I basically, or I had to feel like I was, right. was going to get kicked off. It's kind of like what, what it reminds me of is, like, those uh, sexual assault uh, cases that uh, that got brought up against Activision, that big video game mm-hmm. company we, I was talking to you about a few years back. And things, it's like a lot of them were too scared to even stand up to say anything. Yeah. You know so what like, I mean? How can you even hold that against them? Like, oh, shoot, they were laughing. Right. How could they be really feel some type of way? Because they're doing it for you. Like, if Beyonce made me eat shit, yeah. like, I'm going to smile and be like, I love you, Beyonce. You're my God. Yeah. <laughs> eat this shit. You're my God. All right? It's great. So, yeah. like, the, I don't know how far that's going to go into the lawsuit or that counter lawsuit. That's nasty. That's pretty, that's pretty ugly. It's whatever. Ugh, I don't know. And then you know what? I thought I heard somebody say or thought she said that she's vegan. Hmm. How's she vegan? I mean, I don't know how that works. I mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Next. Okay. So Holly Berry. So she got a divorce back in 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah, this like white model guy. And oh yeah, no, okay, I remember now. Yeah. She, they finally settled out of court. It's been eight years. God damn, that was a long yeah. divorce. So she, they both got joint custody, but mm. she has to pay $8,000 a month in child support. Disgusting. I was like, why? If you guys got both joint custody. And if she makes she's over $2 million on a project, he is entitled to 4%. It's definitely because she's Holly Berry. So now we're going to end up seeing, if that's the case, if that's the case, right? What we'll probably end up seeing later on in in her career, hopefully it goes well. But this is like I'm just going by like today's Hollywood standards. Mm-hmm. We'll see like shittier movies and her in like those like on demand joints a lot. Maybe you know what I mean to just keep up her bread, but also pay the child support. Or I'll be like, just give me straight under two million. Oh, but she, but oh god, that just diminishes her quality of life. You know. Maybe. She can get like there's a loophole. Oh, I would try to get a new yeah. lawyer and find a loophole or some shit because this is that sounds like some bullshit. Look, I'm I'm you know I'm a man at the end of the day. You can get it out the mud. You can get it out the mud, yeah. bro. And you was getting out the mud before her. Now, if we take her being Holly Berry out of it, we take her being a woman, him being a man. Do we still feel like it's fair? No, I don't think it's fair at all. Or do you still not think it's fair? No, I don't think it's fair. Oh yeah, I don't either. Like and that's why some people say like, oh, I don't want to get married because you leave. I you got know, a so best friend who who yeah, he is not looking to uh uh-uh. uh nah. Yeah, and then when you leave, now I got to pay all this money. 
Yeah. Yeah, and she still covers all the insurance, the school fees for for their. He kids. also is a like like true blue like stark believer in like the prenup though. So if he were to get married, it's like this is prenup down. You ain't taking shit. You can put lo- loopholes and things into your prenup. You could say if you cheated or if I don't have a baby by this time or oh, if there's wow. abuse involved. I had no you idea. You can put whatever you want in your prenup. It's good to know he listens to the podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> when it comes to prenups, like don't think like, oh, I have a prenup so they can't get nothing. No. As a woman or mm-hmm. whoever, um, you can put in your own thing. You can negotiate with your lawyers interesting. to put whatever you want in That's your interesting. prenup. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Whoopi Goldberg was on Raven Simone's new podcast, The Best Podcast Ever. Oh, is that like, what it's called? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> the best podcast, but um, yeah. the yeah, it's called the best podcast ever. She was on there and <laughs> Raven Simone asked her a question that what I was thinking too. Okay. And she said, you know, you give are you lesbian? Because you was giving off stud vibes. Definitely. I was like, same. I never thought I didn't think she was straight, but then until She's I got older, giving those vibes. Until I got older, and you know, I you know was able to get on the internet, and I was able to find out her like love interest in the eighties and Ted yeah, dancing, yeah, Ted dancing, yeah. And um, she had a daughter. She has yeah. a daughter, and you know, Whoopi was like, you know, I've been asked this by so many people for so many years. She does have a masculine kind of energy. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only time I ever felt like she kind of had a little bit of a feminine energy was like Sister Act, Ghost. Ghost, do you feel like? Because she had, like, she had the, yeah, she had, like, a, she, it was more of a, like, she could take care of herself, but yeah. she was more feminine in Ghost. When she played Dolores Van Cartier on oh, Sister Jesus. Act. Van Cartier. Because <laughs> she said she's a headliner. <laughs> she had the dress and stuff, and it was just a little bit, you know, Jumpin' Jack Flash was not a feminine. Oh, no, uh, no, no. She, color had, purple she was wearing jerseys. Like, you know, I don't know, like, I, I she was at, Raven was asking the question that I've been asking for all my life. Yeah, I figured it as well. I didn't I like she was lesbian. Like it, it was early on, of course. It was like until you do the research and stuff. Mm-hmm. I totally believed it at first in the beginning when I was a, you know, but like yeah. Now knowing that it's like it's just that's just her style, I guess, and just that's yeah, how she she just, she just rolls and cool. Yeah, she just has a little bit of. It a, gave one the Sykes vibes though. And you know what? I was like, today years old. Actually, months ago, found out that Wanda Sykes was lesbian. I didn't know Wanda. No Sykes shit, was really. No. Oh, oh no! Wow. Okay. I did not know. Yeah, years ago, she had came out on her like a special or some shit. I mean, it would be. It's not a surprise, right? You not like, at all. Uh, but I, I didn't got know. it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I like Wanda Sykes. I don't like her stand-ups, <laughs> but I, I like know. her movies. A movie-wise, she's funny, funnier to me versus stand-ups. She's never been funny. Are you tripping? She's awful. None of the Chris <laughs> Rock stuff she played, and you know, Chris Rock take her just like Adam Sandler takes all his friends. Chris Rock take all his friends with him, and Wanda's in a lot of stuff with him. She can make a Chris Rock, uh, Adam Sandler, whoever line, and like make it unfunny. No, she can't. Yeah, she makes she it unfunny. She is funny. It, she, her on delivery on things. everything is awful. You know the reason why she I laugh? You know the reason why? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> she's, like, she's like a star wait. drunk aunt that's just like I'm gonna tell her how it is, and it's uh, funny. so funny. I I can't I can't vibe with you. The only thing I really laughed at that she's done is Velma, and I didn't know that was her. And it's not really her. It's a cartoon. Wanda's voice is uncanny. I just don't I don't like her. I don't know what it is. She's just not funny to me. Stand up, no, but yeah. TV, yes, for me. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Pootie Tang. Nothing. Down to earth. Nothing. 
You tripping. Nothing. Okay. Well, one of the last things I have to say, and I know you have something to bring to the... Yeah. Um, nine out of the 19 defendants in Donald Trump's election interference case oh, got yeah. their mug shots, including crusty, dusty Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> crusty, dusty. The former mayor of the New York City. The man who could sweat out a toupee. I was like, what's that black stuff? He ain't got some edge control. And then the black kind, <laughs> anybody who knows about the black edge control, and it cover up those edges that you don't got, That's and it started crazy. dripping. That is great. I think a lot of people, especially the gay community, is probably happy to see his mugshot. He did a lot sure. of damage in the 90s. For sure. I think he was uh, mayor from like 94 to 2001. He's a nasty dude in, yeah, in New York so, for sure, right? I think he used to be our lawyer. Oh, well, I think he was Donald yeah. Trump's lawyer, yeah. but yeah. Nasty man. I was good to see him. Um, it was Treated like a normal citizen. Yeah, looking bad. He's he just thug off the streets. Right. There were some people who had smiles on their face. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah. like, like, that type of shit you're doing is, like, affect futures of, like, generations of people. I like, voter, like, interference and all that shit. Election interference and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That shit's crazy. But then screams out, y'all cheating, y'all cheating. Yeah, but, stop the steal and all that other bullshit. But, Trash, then, bro. but then this is what comes out. Hey, man, we got a mugshot. Well, and, and Georgie, they definitely took their mugshots, and uh, I was happy to see those good. mugshots. That's good. I like it. Yeah. These thugs and criminals off the street. Thugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So what do you what do you got? You got something? Ah, yes. What Just you real got? quick. Yes, 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 yes. So um, I'm sure somebody uh and and who's listening, and uh we've heard of the Fresh and Fit podcast. I don't like them guys. Yeah, me either. Not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, don't like any other content. And I think a lot of it is like the incel web pill. There's a matrix and it's after you. All that bullshit. The misogyny. It's yeah, the misogyny. It's, misogyny. It, it's a lot of that. That's that's why I say red pill incel because mm-hmm. that just comes like looped in. You know what I mean? And uh, they, their their YouTube channel has been officially. Demonetized completely. That's what's up by uh, the YouTubes, and it feels good. I'm a, I love it. I'm I'm not against a bit of Schadenfreude. <laughs> yeah, I like to see some people fail. <laughs> I like to see it sometimes. I like to see it. Uh, get a little little chuckle. There's a little warmth in my tummy when I feel it sometimes. You know? It just feels like some people feel like they're untouchable. They can say what they want. Yes. This is the real you. You got to pay for consequences. Yeah. There. Are, you can. And that's the thing. It's like, yes, you can say what you want at the end of the day. That's the freedom in America, and that's it's beautiful. I got it. You got it. Our our kids have it. It's wonderful. But there are consequences to whatever the fuck you say and what you do in life. And life usually like supersedes. Like any legal shit. Like right. at the end of the day, usually something happens. You know what I mean? Man, karma so. always comes around, and I notice for like people I know, mm-hmm. I've seen karma happen to them like this, and I wonder why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you still act like an asshole, knowing that karma is always for <laughs> you around the corner? Man, it's I, never like weeks away and, and oblivious to it too. Which yeah, is I'm crazy. like, do you not catch that this is karma, or you just think it's just a bad day? So it's 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 been like a interesting kind of like breakdown as I've watched them basically discuss why and they've uh, apologized to their fans uh, one of them started crying I believe his name is Myron or Byron or some shit Shut he started crying up. he said uh, and I'm paras- paraphrasing here uh, so don't quote me but it was something uh, something of the like of um, saving kids was fun because I guess his prior job he was like a federal agent or some shit like that 
Sure. But <laughs> but sure saving those kids, uh, that was good. That was great. That was fun. But saving you guys, like the men who are depressed and all that other shit out there, is better. And granted, now listen, I'll say this. There is a man, male epidemic out there with society and being lonely and all yeah. these other things. That is true. A lot of men, like we said in the, uh, in the prior podcast, you know, aren't taking the shots, you know, granted, but also are scared to take the shots because of what's been going on in the climate, you know what I mean, and not knowing how to be social. And, you know, they are, there is a depression thing and the wage gap. There's a bunch of shit that happens. But why are you teaching them to be douchebags and exactly look at women in a certain way? You can't. There's a way to deliver those messages. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and they weren't delivering them. They were very, very nasty on a, on a lot of things. Uh, they did a lot of stuff with, like, young women who – uh, who were very much not of the same, uh, uh, I'd say, intellectual spe- spectrum yeah, at the he, end of the day. They got dumb I mean? ones that they can talk shit to yeah. and then tell them to get out, and yeah. they couldn't back their shit up. And, uh, you know, very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like that Steven Crowder guy with the uh, change my mind sign. He goes over to colleges and talks to, like, freshmen and shit mm-hmm. like that. Not the people who have been masters and not the professors and not these guys who have been, you know, it's the undergrads. So, you know, it's it's taking advantage of these people and getting the the uh, the hype train and in the, in the, in that book, you know, to come behind it, that mm-hmm. steamroll. It's, I'm so happy to see it fail now. Um, the crying on, on screen was great. I did not see uh, it. The venue that they live in and film in is also kicking them out. They wow. don't want them there as well. So it's just a lot of stuff like, look, I do want everybody to eat. I don't, you know, Especially black people want us to eat. At the end of the day, minorities, at the end of the day, I want us to eat. But you got to do it the right way. Yeah, because there are, and we've seen shows where you see this lonely guy listening to yeah. auto tapes or watching podcasts, and then he goes and does something stupid because you told him this is how he should act. Where? So set a better example. Set a better example. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, there's always Rumble. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a platform they can go to, I guess, if they want. That's but that's true. that that's that right wingy weird. Yeah. Like that's where all those like the outcasty people go. So that is true, and that's where they give them gifts and like stupid ass shit. Yeah, man, they got fat and cake or wherever the fuck they mm-hmm. they want to try to go. But it ain't it ain't it's gonna be hard to rebuild. And maybe there's some. Maybe you can learn a lesson from this. Do better. Do better, or you ain't gonna eat. Amen. So, do you want to tell the baby girls what we're gonna be talking about today? All right, a little bit of a, um, I guess, an interesting subject: uh, fixer uppers and being mm. a fixer in relationships. I've been a fixer. I feel like a couple times. Have you felt like you've been a fixer? I've been a fixer, and I have been uh, in the beginning of our relationship a fixer upper. Okay, so you feel like. Uh, you did a lot of fixing. Okay. You did a lot of fixing. I feel like, uh, so I, I guess I, I'll kick it off. Before you, I've probably been in like five relationships. Uh-huh. Now, out of those fives, I've been in one serious relationship. The other ones were like four months, five months, six months. Because after that first relationship, which is like the first major relationship, it was like, okay, I know for the most part red flags. Yeah. And I know what I'm not going to deal with, at least for a long period of time. Yeah. You always go back and be like, mm, I shouldn't even stay in that for the five <laughs> months. Yes. You know, yeah, I even kick my butt sometimes thinking about past relations where I was like, I was in that relationship for six months. That was so stupid. Every It's so human to have those cringe moments. Yeah. But people <laughs> tell me like, that was only six months. I'm like, yeah, but I can't get that time back. Right. So, but I have been a fixer 
intentionally and then unintentionally on a couple of those relationships. Ah, I see. So there was one relationship where I felt like I was going to get into this relationship. I just felt like I was helping a friend. Oh, interesting. So you, I don't know what the word is when it's the nurse and the Nur- patient Nurturing, falls, nurturing. No, the patient falls for like the nurse. Oh, okay. I know what you mean, but I don't know. What the, I, think I can't remember the term. I don't know if it's like Nightingale or something it's, like that. It's, yeah. But I felt like I was helping a friend. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they fall for you. And you're like, well, I'm single. And, <laughs> and, and you know, you really want to see this person win. But yeah. you can't want it more than they do. So That's it fair. was, I think, with me being a fixture with that relationship, it was like, okay, let's get you a tie. Let's get you some some slacks and stuff. Let me show you how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, the gratitude that I was getting, it was nice. Like, oh, my God, thank you so much. So I think that's what probably me towards being in a relationship because it felt kind of good to be like wanted yeah, yeah. and appreciated where yeah. I felt like in a the past relationship I didn't feel like that. Yeah. It scratched an itch. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Um and it I, I felt like it was like a little brother a little bit, a little weird. Um like helping that person out and it turned into a relationship and then I was like, why am I doing this? Like I don't really feel like and I, I'm naturally not, I am a fixer, but I don't want to be a fixer in my relationships. Like, I never intentionally, there are people who probably don't want to admit that they, if they look at all their relationships, or a lot of them, that they're the ones that's paying for the food, buying their, their man the clothes. Not that we can't do that for each other, but if you notice if it's an 80-20, yeah. then you are a fixer. You're a fixer. And I don't naturally like that because I had a father in my life, and my <laughs> father provided. Yeah for five kids at a time yeah you know so i never i wasn't used to um feeling like i had to come out my pocket yeah yeah, yeah. but i did come out my pocket with this relationship and i was just like oh my god i feel so good helping them because i want to see them on the right track interesting it was more than being a relationship with them i think i put that in in the back like i guess i'm in a relationship but i want to see this person out of the mud it's almost like you want them to win yeah the underdog kind of story yeah because i really believe that they were such a good person and i yeah. was like oh my god but you know i think on the other end of that it was like she's helping me and maybe it's like i think i really want to be with her because she's doing what other people are not yeah but i noticed that you can only help people so much and if you keep going down that path, you're going to notice that you're getting pulled down a little bit more and a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, definitely. Okay. See, your expenditure in this, or at least in that relationship and during that moment in time, uh, was money. Mine was time mm. and other relationships. Okay. So I was definitely a fixer for uh, my, my last real, real serious relationship. And in that one was like because there was a lot of physical stuff at home, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and uh, you know uh, drunkenness and stuff like that, and just abuse and things of that nature. So there's been scuffles, like actual like fights I've been in, you know yeah. what I mean, to, to like try to like I felt like it was like an honorable thing, right? Like you, you know did it at home, so you're like I'm gonna do it in my relationships if it needs to be. Yeah, kind of like. You're trying to protect your mom, and then it kind of falls into your other relationship. It's essentially, because it was like, you know, I, like, I, I also want to caretake, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then, like, there is that, like, oh, you're wounded, let me, like, help you. 
because I can help you, or I know how to help you. Yeah. And my mom has always taught me to be nurturing. She's nurturing in her own mm-hmm. right, maybe to a degree where it's really bad, but you know, smothering, <laughs> smothering, <here. laughs> abandonment. Uh, <laughs> but like to 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 a certain degree, like with with that, I definitely spent so much more time dealing with her problems instead of fixing any of that I had in life, mm. which then caused other things in relationships with other people to, like, wane. But then also, it was like, I had to drop everything immediately if it wasn't, for like, for her. Or, like, immediately do the things she needs. It became that. So, like, if you're doing something with friends and she calls... Gotta go. Then you gotta go. Gotta go. Did you feel like... Because I, I, it was, like, a need. Like, I need you. And, again, it's that want... You know what okay. I mean? I'm needed now. You're needed because you never been needed. Hey, or got the feeds right into like I said, scratches an inch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it feeds right into. He was playing Captain Favorite. So like, oh yeah, definitely. And you felt good about it. So did anybody ever rag on you? Like, no, like yeah. don't leave. This this bitch is calling you. Shout out to BK. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I still get shit for it. So. <laughs> so you would be like, no, I gotta help my girl. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of that, and it just wasn't it wasn't healthy. Which turned into like resentment later because like that ended up like it got to the point where I fixed enough to like get her to move in. Also, oh, she moved in with you know, and we okay. were like living together for two years and shit. Like yeah, ugh. I'm with me. I I'm a cancer, so I know that I naturally want to nurture and help people. Mm-hmm. I will give you the shirt off my back if I feel like you need it. Yeah. And it all depends on the vibe too. Like I can, I know when someone needs it, or someone's just saying, you know what? Because I know I can probably get it from her. I'ma just spend this money and then call her later. I can, I can sense that because we have people like that all the time in our, our lives, our families that they can get it, but since they know that they can always come to you, I'ma just fuck this off and then I'll and I I will shut that down. Yeah, yeah. I'll shut that down. But I feel like in every relationship, I have tried to nurture something or try to help someone out because I'm noticing <clears throat> most of my relationships I've been more of a provider like mm-hmm. I made like I've had boyfriends all my boyfriends had jobs not all of them no not <laughs> all of them <laughs> there was at least a couple that did not uh, but I always tend to made a little bit more money and it was like it's whatever you know I just always wanted the equal I wanted a balance yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so the moment I see because I've had a relationship where Oh yeah, I'm about to get a job. Oh yeah, it's those talkers, those dreamers, but they never do anything. Uh-huh. I I have to catch that and be like, okay, yeah, I want to step back because yeah. I have a daughter, I yeah. have goals, yeah, and yeah. if I go down this path, if I you know, if I don't pay attention to these red flags, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be poor just like you. I'm gonna be trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I would be trying to, I'm gonna be broke. What happens? Oh, can I? I need five hundred dollars. I need two hundred dollars. They don't care about what's going on. They're yeah. Like, what they know that you are willing to provide. Their needs supersede yours always. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and and it's more with them knowing that you love them so much too. Yes. They're like, oh, okay. It just makes it easy for them to ask. But that's a red flag. It like me. literally rides that line of abuse. Mine, yeah. mine reached abuse. Like the, that encroached in that abuse range. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the same relationship I've mentioned on the pod before, uh, where the knife was. At my chest, right? Yeah. So like, it got crazy. It got crazy. Had to had to get restrained. You know what I mean? So like, um, it's it's just that having the 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 capability of fixing, it's 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 a it's a double edged sword because you're also you're doing a good thing, but it's detrimental to you, right? It's 
finding that balance and that balance it really is building. That's what it is. Like you need to change the change it from fixing to building. Building, yeah, because with me, if I don't see that you're working towards something, I don't mind coming out of my pocket for anybody, especially in my relationships. You don't feel like I will it will one day be and people think and it is low key a transactional it's transactional in your relationships. Sometimes, yes. You know, there are gives and takes. There are. Um, There's compromises and transactions. Right. Yes. But if I start seeing that it's unbalanced, I'm really big on walking away. Peace. Yes. I don't like that. I don't, especially for a man. It's something about a, a man not coming out his pocket, me always having to pay. You know when the man's not paying because if you go to a movie theater or something or you in a store and the woman coming out her pocket, he he right behind her wrapping his arms around her waist. That's how you know the man ain't got no, he ain't got no money. You are like, oh, damn. And I refuse for that to be a um a continuous thing in a relationship. That's why I'll be like, oh, don't do it. Don't don't come behind me because I'm feeling I'm feeling like a sugar mama right now. That's funny. Don't come. I do that with you, and I'm like, wait, no, but we make really good money. Like we do it together. <laughs> and as long as you're willing to do it, then I don't come, I don't mind coming out of my pocket. Like in our relationship, you know, we are both working. And there are times where it's not going to always be equal. Sometimes yeah. you're going to be working and I'm not, or I'm going to work and then you're not. Yeah. Or you're bringing more money home, I'm bringing more money home. Right. And I've it's never been, that been way before. And and you know, most of my relations, I made more money then, so I don't care about that. Right. But as long as you are, there's a balance. Right. You right. You know, there's right. a balance. Fixing it to 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 or changing it from fixing fixer or fixing to build is it. it, it uh, leaves culpability and accountability on the other person to put in on something, right? Yeah. Can't build this this relationship or this thing alone. So, like putting that accountability on that person, if they do or if they are invested in it, they change from being the uh, fixie or the one that needs to be fixed to okay, I can build something with this person. I have something mm-hmm. here. I can nurture it into something, right? You know, and that's how you eventually grow. Right in the relationship, it, it, did it take me a while to see that shit? <laughs> Woo! It took a whole knife to the chest to see that motherfucker one day, right? I think but, what happens with us too is that you start creating bad habits for your partner. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because you're like, I'll pay for, it, I'll pay for, it. and they don't feel the need to have to. Well, I, I mean, they're gonna pay for it, so what's the point of me having to get yeah. up and do it? And for men, I'm sorry, I know this sounds like a double standard, but I always feel like a man should, a man should work. You know, so I, but that's not a double standard because I also agree with you. Well, you know, sometimes it's like, well, women love to say like women can stay home, but men can't, and it's like, well, but I think that if if anything, it's how your relationship works. But in my relationship, I think the man should be working. But I come from that as well. It's like I said it with, with the Holly Berry thing and and housekeeping, right? Mm-hmm. You get it out of the mud. Yeah, you're you do. You can get it out of the mud, mm-hmm. like. I mean, it's it's not. I could say it sucks to say, but then also as a man, it really doesn't. But like, society's kind of built for us, right? Yeah. Like we can make it out here. We can make it out in these streets. So if you could clean up enough, get enough education, you know, talk to a right person, you know, be in the right area, you can get an opportunity. Yeah. In most cases. And I like how you said Bill because even in our relationship, it was like, well, you know, you wanted to do video games. Yeah. So it was like, okay, take some time off because but I, I believe in it and I see what you're doing. I also proved it. That's yeah. the thing. It's not a well. I'm trying to do this and I'm trying. I I can really spot out the talkers really fast. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. ones who talk the talk but never walk the walk. Yeah. So 
I'm like, yeah, you can take some time off because I believe I, I'll steer this boat for the time being because I believe in what you're going to do. Right. You yeah. know, so even with it vice versa now where I'm not working, it's like, but if I need to, like that, that working mindset has never left. I'm it's like, left. Well, well, put me in coach. I mean, what's up work? <laughs> How y'all doing out there? Put me a coach. What this you is, you know? I mean, you know, it's it's the again. You did you did feel a lot of like the gaming dream, right? Which it then like became this entire thing with me and my best friends, brother. Like you know, I mentioned the quiver before. Like we have become like an actual comp- like a thing. You know what I'm saying? We're working on stuff together. You know what I mean? Slowly but surely, we're getting there. But you allowed that like to happen. In the same respect, I gotta you know do the same thing for you. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like I like as the man, I want to work. I want to be the one yeah. that also kind of like provides and you know do the just this just because I that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a, a double standard in that if you agree upon it. You know what I mean? Like we do, there it can it can be recognized as a double standard for sure. I mean that's why you know fresh and fit used to exist. But like, <laughs> those guys. But like to this, to the, to the same point, uh, I. I don't know if I side with it at all. I mean, maybe it's circumstantial. It can it can be that way. Uh, I don't agree with that. You know what I mean? I'm a man. I can get it out of the mud. I'm gonna be all right. Let's do what it do. And it's recognizing that you can build with another person allows you, if you can make that like critical thinking choice at the end of the day, you're good. Yeah. Like then you can start doing it. You'll get past all the other hurdles like along the way. You know what I mean? I wonder when people stop and think. Okay, when am I gonna stop being a fixer? Uh, I don't know if they do. I think there's a bit of uh, comfort in that. Uh, it's like relationships where there could be physical abuse that's disguised as love. You know what I mean? Okay. In that way, kind of keeps you at... It, it, it's something you're familiar or comfortable with. That can go back to like household traumas and shit, seeing it at home and yeah. things of that nature. You know what I mean? I mean, like, like, like you said, it did feed into the abandonment. I that was needed. You know You're what like, I mean? Oh, I'm needed. I needed. I gotta drop everything. Yeah, that but, makes sense. Mm, needed for the right reasons, for the right causes. Yeah. No, you call me, and it's like you need me. Yeah, gotcha. Easy, but we've built to that. They just have to prove themselves. And so, do, and, and, to a degree, you do. And, it's, and people are not having to. They're just like, I love you, I love you, love you, and, and feeding into and that. And more people have to have higher expectations. Yeah. You, if you have a higher uh, expectation for yourself and that person can meet that expectation, then you can start setting bars for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I'm so glad I have a short fuse for um, being a fixer because I like helping. Uh, and, you know, I do like to hear, oh, thank you so much. Like, I want to change people's lives as in, in the smallest of range, Look, whatever. You see his teeth? Ew. You see his teeth? I love him. Like, dentistry. All that shit wasn't a thing in my family. That, that, not that often at all. It wasn't. It was not a thing. Whew. You see, you like that? You're oh, so beautiful. Ugly. Beautiful. You, <laughs> you like that? I love it. So I like that because I want to. I'm. I'm a healer. Yeah. I feel like I want to help, but they said it about cancers, right? I have short patience, though. <laughs> That's why though most of my relationships, like those five relationships. Have the four other four or four or five six months. Yeah, do it out. Huh? Yeah, most of them was like, yeah, no, this ain't gonna work. Nigga said, stay in there. Yeah, yeah, like no, I have short patience. There's a couple that was like, okay, that it wasn't ending because of the fixing thing, but 
a, a lot of them were like the ones that mm. were based off of that after you realize it in retrospect yeah, I, like, like, yeah, oh, I gotta yeah. get out of here yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. know and i feel bad for people who don't where they stay in like you said like for years i yeah. don't know how that because i feel like a piece of me would just be taken and i'll be jaded and yeah i don't want to, i could end up bringing that into another relationship and i don't i wouldn't want to so that's usually what happens is that yeah. other people when you go into the other relationship after being with that you know the the fixer or whatever or uh and that fails you take the past transgressions of that person and just plow it on that yeah. other person. If there is the, like, the slightest misstep in that direction, it may not even be like in that direction. You might perceive it as such, but that's gonna like fire off an alarm. You know? Yeah, what I you. Mean? I think you need to kind of think within and be like, okay, I'm not gonna bring this into another relationship. It's okay to help people. It doesn't always have to be. Oh, you're trying to get some money out of me. Oh, you you think I'm gonna be doing this and this and this for you? It don't gotta be that. We're we're yeah. here to help each other. Yeah. We're human. Definitely. We're gonna help each other. If you needed five dollars right now, I'm gonna be like, dang, you ain't got five dollars, but yeah, I got your five dollars. <laughs> I'll do that though. I do get mad. I'd be like, dang, where your money go? But yeah, here, where your money at? But here, you know, I'm gonna do that. But it, it some I think some people do that. They will have a bad experience. Yeah. And yeah. they'll be like. Nope, I'm not doing shit for you. We got to help each other out. That's how yes. you, we also learn how to trust each other. Too. Exactly. You're building so much at that point. Once you get past, I feel like everybody does go through at least a fixer. Unless you found your true love. You know what I mean? Like yeah. early or some type of shit. But like most people go through at least a fixer or a fixie or whatever type mm -hmm. of situation. And then when you get out of it, you realize, you know, at least you should realize like where you need to grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's ultimately the thing. Because then when you get through with that other person, it becomes an easier and better project. You know I was going to ask that, like, because I know the relationship before me, you were fixing for some years. So how did it feel to feel like you were not fixing? Uh, it, I was, uh, it was good. It was good because it, it came with actual, like, security. And the want was authentic. Okay. The want like for me... And the need for me wasn't like was a transactional authentic. kind it, of. It doesn't thing. feel transactional. It hasn't ever really felt transactional yeah. ever. It feels like a sigh of relief when you're like, oh, okay, so this person has their shit together. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to help. We're gonna help each other. You know what becomes you know? transactional? The, the 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 things for like between us and the kids that becomes transactional. Maybe we get something for us. Maybe we don't because we have to do it for the kids. And mm -hmm. it's usually they. But everything else is just it coalesces. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it it's so much easier when you get to the point where you switch that word from fixer or fixed or fix whatever to building or yeah. built or you know renovating or whatever the case yeah, may because be. When those relationships are fixers for sure. And you know like, oh, I'm not gonna spend the rest of my life with these I'm not gonna be a fixer in a long term relationship yeah. for me. It was like I'm gonna build in my marriage and Definitely. someone I'm gonna be serious. Yeah, like you said, we're going to go through some fixers. And that, I think, helps us all grow and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I don't want to be with someone who doesn't have this and this and this. And it's okay to have that list. Yeah. Make sure it's, like, reasonable. Oh, yeah. Make sure, like, it, the goal can be met. Yeah, don't have these unrealistic expectations for a partner um, that no one can reach. Cause and also, you can't alone. reach. Yeah, you can't. You, too. You yeah. can't internally get to. And yeah, because yeah. you're like, I want them to have this, 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 and this, and this, like, what do you bring it to the table? You got a GED, you got a putt putt, you barely got a job. Yeah, so you have a to make sure <laughs> you got to make sure that the list not only it reflects you, yeah. but you know, yeah. So don't make it unrealistic and absolutely and make sure to to be, I guess, open minded and 
not think that you're going to be fixing everybody if you come from bad because you said yeah. you went for a year oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. It was... i can only imagine being like oh god i hope i'm not fixing next person i hope i'm not drawing in another person who there was there was a lot of that in like when when i was was dating and like that was like the flings and shit right and then that narrowed down a bunch of the the stuff where i was like okay i know exactly what i want and you have to be mindful and that is good to maybe even write down the list because Sometimes you're like, why am I doing this for this person? Well, how do you know you're not drawing those people in? Yeah. You're not attracting people that you need to fix. You could be a fucking magnet for that yeah. type of shit. Yeah, because you're like, I'm the man or I'm the woman. I got this, I got that. And then you want somebody who you can be a little bit more dominant over. And they might not have the things that you have. So now you're going to have to help them. Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah, you're right. Well, do you have any last words about fixers, fixer-uppers? Oh, man, that was a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I had fun doing that one. Don't be a fixer <laughs> anymore, you guys. Yeah, get out of there. <laughs> get, get out of there. Hear that? Get out of there. <laughs> That's what I'm five, four, five, six months and I was like, Yeah, red flags going off and I am out. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. So you guys remember we drop our new episodes every Friday on all streaming platforms, wherever you listen to your pods. Yep. And our visuals will be on YouTube every Sunday morning. Yes. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.